Welcome back, everyone, to a brand new edition of Getting Color right here on the BigVitoBrand.com. And I am Virtue, being joined by the man himself, none other than former WCW hardcore champion, Big Vito LaGrasso. What's up, man? It's the BIGB from the LOG, and we got hot news, hot news. And it's live, baby, live. Guys, Just got, I just got the insider scoop. You know, Virtue, we were just talking about it. Why don't you let the people know, and then we'll have some hindsight in it. And, you know, we always talk about my favorite girl. Go ahead, Virtue. So, opening topic here. I want to um, start with, so there's been a COVID outbreak, positive tests at AEW this past week and NXT. Um, Interestingly enough, Chelsea Green tested positive, who is Matt Cordona's fiance. And now he was working in AEW, and they all of a sudden have an outbreak. Now, I think he's since been quarantined, but Vito, this also stems, we're not just going to cut it off there. We're going to talk about WWE. Right now, as Clash of Champions is happening, there are some participants, Nikki Cross, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, not on the show tonight because of their injuries. Okay, Vito, COVID-19 outbreak written all over this what is your take now i don't appreciate you not giving my my girlfriend nia jack the proper intro that she deserves you know she's my freaking favorite tiktok diva of all time and you just you know you know meshed her in there with the with the norms you know because that's your gimmick there and also i do want to add she's been on and off twitter more than anybody i've ever seen and i think she was currently back on it earlier today interestingly enough because they're not wrestling no, I mean, she's not wrestling so she's sick i wonder if she's doing any hot tip top stuff you know like you know poolside while she's off you know taking care of the covid you know what i mean Dude, it's just it's Jack. nuts you know we we know we've talked about this this pandemic's been going on for quite some time and now all the wrestling companies have had their little outbreaks so People are obviously not doing their part and are bringing it into the facility and spreading it. How are you supposed to wrestle and take care of yourself? You're in close quarters. You're on top of each other. You're breathing on each other. You're touching each other. You're spreading germs on each other. And then you don't know where the other person has been from the outside. You don't know if their families have it, their children have it, anything. That's why there's an outbreak every week. And now we have another one. Plus the fact that they just opened up the state of Florida. Do you think that this is going to go easy? We are going to spike in numbers so bad, we might have to shut down again. And all because wrestling has to be essential. Guys, wrestling is not essential. And it's like, what does it take for wrestling to recognize not only, you know, the health and well-being of wrestlers, but that it is not the all-be and the most important thing in life, Virgil. Go ahead. And we're getting cross-contamination. I mean, it's weird. Like, AEW has been pretty good for the most part on their half. Now they just interestingly have an outbreak. I mean, Lance Archer, potentially, this is all speculation, Brian Cage, Matt Cordon is being quarantined because Chelsea Green tested positive, who's an NXT. Dude, it spreads like wildfire. No, it does. I mean, we don't have that here at the Big Beto brand. Because we do social distancing, okay? Yeah. If you notice, we are the only wrestling company 
that doesn't have any outbreaks. That's I know true. you guys appreciate that. I mean, I mean, but you know, you talk about no DQ and Aaron Rip. I mean, they're in the wilderness. There's no. When have you seen Aaron Rip wear a mask outside? You know, in the outdoors. Never. Well, the only thing he might be getting is Giardia or whatever that parasite is you can get from drinking water from the wild and all that stuff. It's like a, it's like That's a parasite in your intestine. I also noticed that uh, there was a uh, banjo signing on Aaron Whip's couch on one of the pictures he took for social media. I don't know what's the, you know, what what's going on, but he is living that deliverance life. I'm telling you, deliverance. I want to hear him play it now. And like you, you know, you like dueling banjos. I want to hear Aaron Riff play dueling banjos. But we have to get you in there, Aaron Riff. Now, let's move on. Um, this is the stuff. It seems like in 2020, Vita, we've had way too many of these. This kind of came as a, as a shock to me because I didn't know if he had any health problems. I still don't even know what his cause of death was, but a road warrior animal, Mr. Laronitis, and I believe his son plays football, passed away. Um, shocking. It's shocking that both road warriors are gone. So what is your take on this? I, I hate talking about stuff like this, but people want to hear your take on it. So, All right, guys. Everybody knows. I don't, well, I'm going to tell you, Joe Laronitis and I and Hawk, were uh, pretty tight, pretty close friends. And uh, I've been a friend of the Laurenitis family for a long time. I know a lot of things that probably it would be a bad time to say certain things. Um, social media and the wrestling marks ate this up before Joe's wife even had a chance to, you know, grasp and get the concept that her husband died. And I think it's horrible that it was posted on social media before she even got home from where she was and where and where this took place. Guys, you're disgusting. Let people live their lives. Don't friggin' posting because you don't know whose family sees what. It was only a couple hours that he passed away and it was already on social media that yep. I even made a personal phone call, a couple of them, to find out if his wife was okay and then spoke to the lawyer, uh, Constantine Kairos, to make sure everything was cool. You know, and I look out for my friends. I don't go posting, oh my God, all this stuff. Guys, personal life to personal life, wrestling life is wrestling life. Have some cooth. Have some, ha have a heart. Yeah. That Dude. woman, no, 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 let me finish because this is pretty serious. That woman didn't even, couldn't even breathe. She had to have, she, you don't know the time she had getting home. And it was posted all over. Now, for you wrestling people out there, the boys, who I call the boys, the guys who have been in the wrestling been 25, 30 years old school, you understand this, okay? Always protect your wives. Always look after yourself, right? There are vultures out there. There are people looking to scam you, rob you. And just because your other half is not around, they think they could take advantage of you. Always beware, guys, and keep your other half, you know, worthy of and savvy of what goes on in the wrestling business. As cool as the wrestling business can be, it is the scummiest place on the face of the earth. As far as Joe Laurinaitis goes, that's my boy. It took me a few days, and I had a tough time with it myself. But life goes on. I hope that his wife, Kim, is going to be okay. And the grandkids. He was a good family man. He was a loving father. 
you know, his good grandfather. And, um, you know, that's about all I have to say on this, guys. Just you wrestling people out there, stop being leeches and scumbags and let people die in peace. Yeah, and rest in peace, Joe Laronitis. And, again, the um, wrestling roster in heaven just got even stronger, and Legion of Doom is up there kicking ass. So thank you for your take on that, Vito. Like, I didn't even really talk about it at all until just now. Like, I don't even like tweeting and talking about that stuff because, like you mentioned, you know, you, you don't know who knows yet. And social media spreads things instantly. And You know, guys, there's a, there's a lot of things that you don't know. And especially this, – this, this goes out to all the wrestling guys who think they're newsworthy. There are a lot of things you don't know behind the scenes of what people deal with. That's where you should mind your business. And I, I, I got to say this on my podcast. I hope the word goes out. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, mind your fucking business because you don't know what goes on or what the person is dealing with behind the scenes or if the person has problems or whatever. And you so, so want to be the first one to break a story. But how about you don't know what, what their life is like or how they're, be, how they're being, how they're living or what's going on in their home. You know, stop yep. being those that that social media dirtbag. You know, God forbid anything happened to my wife and somebody posted something. I would come to your town and I'd kick the fucking shit out of you just on principle. Well said, Vito. Well said. Ahead, we'll have bro. to get that memo over to Aaron Rift as well. Let's talk sports. Uh, NBA, the yes. Lakers. The Lakers are in the NBA finals. Now we are going to be at game six tonight between the Heat and the Celtics, which Heat currently lead 3-2. to two. Are, are the Heat going to finish this off, and we get LeBron versus his old team in the Heat, or will the Celtics come back and win? I got to tell everybody out there in the NBA, whoever voted for the MVP of the league this year, I don't know what you were watching, because LeBron played with a chip on his shoulder. He played with a purpose. He was leading the Lakers with the best record. He was leading that franchise in a direction where it needed to be. He had, he had one superstar in Anthony Davis. He had spare parts. He had his wingman, and off they went. Everybody said, oh, Kawhi. Everybody said, oh, excuse me. Everybody oh, don't be yawning at my boy Kawhi. No, no, no. Hey, I've, been up, I've, been, I've been up since five. I've been up since. No, five. I thought that was a ribbit Kawhi. Like, oh, Kawhi. Oh. No, it was kind of Kawhi because you know, like Stephen A. Smith, he gave the, the oh yeah, and uh, the the other guy on there. But guys, whoever ripped off whoever ripped off LeBron James for this year's MVP has not seen him play in these playoffs. He's averaging a triple double. Okay, you got to give it to the Denver Nuggets. They are a hell of a team. They came back from 3-1 both times. And, I mean, they're a good young franchise. They're going to be around for a long time. But it's LeBron time. Now, I'm going to make a prediction. Okay. I say LeBron wins the NBA title this year. Right? I agree with you now. Okay. Gets the Lakers his championship. I say to close out his career to be the greatest basketball player of all time. He will go to the New York Knicks and win a championship there. Or with his fourth different team. That with would be kick-ass. fourth different team. That you would be kick-ass. Here, guys. 
Vito, I would not be upset with that at all because you know I'm a Knicks fan. But Jordan didn't do that. Jordan was six for six with the Bulls. LeBron being four four out of 11 or 12 with four different franchises, man, that's doing work. Especially if he does it at this age now. If he does this with the Lakers this year and then does win any more after this, wherever at this age, that's impressive. But the thing is, too, is what people forget is his son is a sophomore in high school. His son is growing. I think his son is almost 6'6". His son is very good. I watch clips of his son all year. Could it be that he would hang on in New York and bring his son aboard to do a father-son duo in the greatest arena in the world? There you go. A fan can dream, and I'm going to keep dreaming that dream. No, but you guys think about it. You want sports, you know, noteworthy, you know, uh, nostalgia. LeBron James and Bronny James playing for the New York Knicks, bringing them a title. That would be great. Now, this week, this week coming up is the, the baseball playoff start. And it's so weird because it was obviously a two-month season. And you have 16 teams, eight in each divi- eight, you know, eight in the AL and eight in the NL that are making this playoff. So, like, anything can go. Any thoughts on baseball? I mean, we'll talk more about it as it starts happening because there's too many mixes right now. But let's talk about the first round playoff of the Yankees versus the Cleveland Indians. What are your thoughts on that? How do you think it'll go? Well, you know, being Cleveland here with the Cleveland Yankees should win. Cleveland's looked fairly weak, but they got some really, really good pitching. I I think think the Indians can squeak past the Yankees in opening round. I I was just going to say that when they they were talking about the Tampa Bay Rays guys, all right, and it'd be a slugfest because I don't think the Rays have that great a pitching staff. But when you look at Cleveland's pitching staff, they might not have the best bats, but their pitching is, I think, a notch above the Yankees, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, do you do do the stats? Are you up on the pitching stats and everything for Cleveland? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Savali's come down a little bit recently, but he's still effective. And then you got Bieber, Carrasco. um, Then they got other guys. I mean, dude, they got rid of Clevenger. Now, he's hurt. He's not even probably going to pitch in the opening round from wherever he wants, San Diego or wherever. So, So, like, great great move on their half. (laughs) Who is your – who is your – what is your bullpen like? Brad Hand has been dominant as a closer. Um, they, they've had a fairly decent bullpen. I can't really tell you, you know, a lot of middle relievers that get the job done. Brad Hand has been lights out the best closer this year. Again, it comes down to their bats. Do they score their great pitching enough wins or runs? But playoffs, it's like a whole new ball game. What if those bats get hot now? Now Bye-bye Yankees. Do you think they sit Gary Sanchez for the horrible year he's had? Yeah, and they're going to play him, though. They're going to play him. But, yeah, should they? He batted buck, buck 10. I mean, I don't even know. No, no, legit people, think about it. You know, uh, Jericho can only pitch to uh, Hagasi, Hagadasi, mm-hmm. right? So you don't think he's going to play in game one. And the way he's playing defense and the way he's hitting, I wouldn't play him at all. Yeah, I mean, that's you got to go. You can't sacrifice one thing to get the other thing. And I don't know if Gary Sanchez is the best defensive catcher necessarily. He's always been in there because of his home run power. And if he's not hitting, what good is he? No, but Luke Voigt is 
led the league in home runs, and Lamantio is uh, led the league in batting. You know, I know you guys got Lindor over there that the Yankees are sal- salivaring to get for shortstop for next year. I could see him playing for the Yankees. I think Cleveland has a legit chance to beat the Yankees this year. Yep, I agree. And then before we move back to wrestling, football, you know, hey, finally, Vito, I think I might win three of my four fantasy football matchups this week. Always a slow September. My Broncos suck. They're 0-3. Anything in football, I really don't care about it right now. Cleveland won today with Odell Beckham. Yep. Right. So Chubb, Chubb looked won. good. Chubb looked good. Okay, Tampa Bay won. Um, Brady's two and one now. Was, yeah. I think it was the Vikings, and I think the Vikings squeaked out a win, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's kind of early in football. Like I can't really get a gauge until like midway through October sometimes. Yards. He had three touchdowns. They're using that kid Miller, who's a little white boy receiver, like he reminds you of Edelman. Yeah. And I mean, Brady's got all these tools, but who's he using? This little this little guy who reminds you of Edelman. And I think it's I think it's fun. He, he, I mean, Gronkowski. He overthrew Gronkowski today. He was wide open. I thought it was you know, nah, okay. Yeah. But. Uh, I just, uh, I just think that you know, the Jets and Giants are going to be lottery teams again because the Jets were horrible again. The Giants couldn't beat San Francisco with all the substitutes they had in there. Yeah, and that was ter- that was uh, that was ugly. Guys, I think the football season. I did Dallas win today? Um, I did not check. You, you'd have to check. I did not check that. I kind of stayed isolated from some of the scores. I was just checking my fantasy teams. Now, I saw da- um, it was Seattle against Cowboys. It was yeah. 9-9 the last I checked. That's one. That's the last time I knew, so I have not seen who won it. So, All right, what else we got going on here? We We're got- going to go back to wrestling. And, Vito, for the second week in a row, right. Lana gets put through a table by Nia Jax. Now, interestingly enough, Miro did also debut this week in AEW in a match. But, I mean, he was in a tag match against a couple of guys that he outweighs by twice as much as them, if not more. He shouldn't be selling. Score update. Score update. Breaking news. Breaking news. Seattle Seahawks 38, Dallas Cowboys 31. Seahawks won. Last week's Cowboy win was a fluke, guys. They should be 0-3. Dak Prescott does not deserve $45 million a year. Let's get back to Miro. I knew that's where you were going. But anyway, so Lana gets slammed through a table. Yes. Second time in a row since Miro's debuted in AEW by Nia Jax. Your thoughts on that? And then Miro's debut looked like he tweaked his ankle early in the match and got a little injured. He should be squashing people right now, getting his established character going in AEW, not mixing it up in tag matches, having to sell for guys that weigh less than half the, his weight. What is your take on Lana and Miro? All right. Spite work on the WWE for them putting Lana through a table again. She was a goddess when she first started. She was an untouchable manager. You didn't do anything with her. 
she was untouchable. Then she started to wrestle. Okay, she wanted to change her persona. She dropped the Russian accent and everything. Okay, then they broke up. Then they did that ridiculous, horrible, disgusting thing with Bobby Lashley. I thought it was insulting to married people out there and to your own wife. Uh, Rusev gets over. They drop the ball with him. They job him out. He doesn't re-sign. Goes to AEW. Says a bunch of great lines. Lana goes through a table. Lana goes through a table again. Guys, this is going to be one of the best things you ever saw when Lana tells the WWE to fuck off. So what do you think that's going to happen after she's working there? Because she's collecting a pretty good paycheck right now. Guys, what? Why would you want to be the subject of somebody's, you know, I don't even know how to say it, uh, hatred towards your husband? It's just like when AJ Lee was dating CM Punk and Punk left and, like, she had no choice to leave, but she wasn't going to get jobbed out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the way they take advantage of people and what they put them through. Look at Matt Hardy when he left. What did they do to Jeff Hardy? Put him yep. in that drunk character gimmick, exposed him, made him look stupid. And then they said, okay, you know, uh, we, we, we we had our temper tantrum, and we're good now. He did. I, well, he wasn't a hell of a ladder match tonight against Sami Zayn and AJ Styles, but he did lose his Intercontinental title, by the way. But it was a hell of a match. Very clever. Very well done. Okay, so, like, you know, there he is in great matches, but then they're burying him. He should, they're desperate for guys to be over. He's over. And what yeah. they do? They took the title off him tonight. Wrestling is a very hateful business. If they got a bone to pick with you, they will pick you clean, spit you out, and kick you to the curb, people. What do you think? How should AEW handle Miro? Like, I, I don't think they should just be mixing him up as just another guy in tag matches, like having a sell for guys that are, like, small. Like, All right. Now, here's the, that's a, here's the flip side. Lance okay. Archer came in. He killed people. Brian Cage came in. He killed people. Brody Lee came in, he killed people. And what did they do? They went to the title shot and they lost. They had to start all over again. Miro, they're making him go with these guys in a tag match. He rolls his ankle. It doesn't look impressive. Okay, you either want dominant or you want him to mix in and work his way up the card. Can't have it both ways. Could he have had a better entrance and better match? Of course he could have. But it's the way they're booking him and where how they want to bring him along. I'm sure if they want to hot shot him, they'll hot shot him and they'll make him something. Right now they're taking their time. Well said. And you know what? I'm going to give it some time. We'll see how it all pans out, right? If it ends up looking ugly a couple months from now, we'll bring it back up, right? We got it. We do got to give it some time. Right. All right, Vito. This topic here: WWE has the whole Mysterio family on Raw. In an angle with Seth Rollins. And, you know, it's one thing with Dominic getting involved. You know, we talked about him taking the kendo sticks, initiation. He's, you know, being green, not having to go through NXT. Is it because he's Ray's son? You know, he, he's been serviceable. He's got through it. They bring the mom out with them. You know, she sits there and looks all sympathetic. The daughter's out there. And now the daughter's getting involved in storylines. Uh, what's your take on this? Like, 
is this going to be, is this good for the Mysterio family getting exposure, getting paychecks? Or is this just WWE just looking to humiliate a family? I, I don't know if Ray has any beef with anybody. But what do you think? Guys, I never liked the family thing because when you don't respect your wife and your kids and you exploit them on TV, it does not look good. You say Vince and Stephanie, Vince and Shane, Vince and Linda, right? You take it from there. And now, you know, nothing against Rey Mysterio. I'm just giving an observation of what I think. Yeah. Okay. You're talking about Lana and Bobby Lashley. That was disgusting. Not because of Bobby did anything wrong or Lana did anything wrong or Rusev. But how could you disrespect your marriage and let people think that she's sleeping with another man when you guys come home to the same house at the end of the day? It's ridiculous. What they're doing, they're using anything they can that draw interest. It's disrespectful to your family. If the, if the WWE said to me, if you don't want to bring you back, brother, you know, of course they would call me brother. Right? You'd and, be like, uh, running? <laughs> running, right? So, yeah, we're going to bring your wife in too, give her a little paycheck, you know, you know cover, her, cover her bills and everything, whatnot. Absolutely not. Interesting. Vito LaGrasso is a separate thing from wrestling, and you don't use your family, your wife, your kids to try and get over or try to get paychecks. You have to be a man. You have to have some respect and family values for your family, guys. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, and you know, WWE's done this for a long time. And they brought, like, Davey Boy Smith's wife in, the Hart's family. Now, granted, a lot of them have been in the business, so that might be a little right. different. But, yeah, they love – this is how they – they're so lazy at writing and coming up with their own ideas. They have to use real families as their storylines, and that's what they're doing. Yeah, but I mean, what I mean, look at Eddie Guerrero's wife. When Vicky, when Eddie died, and they gave Vicky a job, okay, they put her in an angle with uh, Dolph Ziggler. She was in the thing with the uh, Edge. Yep. Okay. Is that disrespectful to uh, Eddie? Is that disrespectful to their children to see their mother portraying this? Let alone. That their mother, I believe, did date Edge, and I think she dated Dolph Ziggler. But some things, guys, is just not cool. Vicky did knock that character out of the park, though, once she got her feet wet. She so did, I'm looking awesome. back at it, I'm okay with it because she was a hell of an on-screen character. No, and I'm friends with her. I have the utmost yeah. respect for her and everything. But what I'm saying is, when you're kissing another man after your husband dies, how does that look on TV? If you're gonna do it behind closed doors, guys, and in your private life, hey, it's game is on. If you're doing it on, you you're, you're showing it and you're, you know, and you're doing it out there for the business. But I just my taste is would be no. Well, well said, Vito. And like I like to bring back for the second week in a row. And if you don't have anything, we'll just bring it home. Topic number six, main event. What's on Vito LaGrasso's mind? Is there anything that yeah. you would like to elaborate on that we've talked about in the past that we haven't talked about? Or do you want to leave a cliffhanger and make people tune in to the next episode so you can come up with something clever? What What's up, man? Anything this week? I would like to talk about friends. Friends in the wrestling business. You know, guys, I... 
I have, I've been around the wrestling business for 30 years and I've been around all the best. I've wrestled the best. I've been team friends with the best, you know, from the top guy to the bottom guy. I've met thousands of wrestlers in my time. And then when wrestlers die and they, and they, and they pass away, you know, you get said, you know, some you're closer to than others. Some you, you're just like a, a casual some pretty much your family and close where you could pick up where you left off 20 years ago without missing a beat. And you know, you, you guys connect with your boys, you know, since I started the lawsuit and it really magnified things to where, you know, my friends are really dying and our people are dying out there. And I'm like, it wasn't until Joe Laurinaitis passed away. And I'll tell you guys how I found out. You know, I, I woke up to a text message. Hey, I'm sorry about the loss, man. And I, I, I just heard my phone go off. And I'm like, what? I woke up out of a dead sleep. So oh. I, I called a friend of Kim's to see what happened. Then I called the lawyer, Constantine Kairos, to see what went on. My wife came in the bedroom. And she didn't know what to tell me. She didn't know if I knew yet. And I was already on the phone. And I had just woken up. I think the worst thing of all is waking up to find out that another one of your buddies has passed away because they don't have certain health care. They, they can't take care of certain issues. You know, the lawsuit could have maybe present, prevented, you know, his death, if this thing would have went through already, and he would have had the proper health care, and maybe he would have been getting some things done. I know what, what he was going through. I'm not going to say it on the air. It's not, yeah. my, it's not my place. But if he was getting the proper care, guys, we wouldn't be having this discussion. WWE, step up. It's in the appeals court. You read it. You, you did what you you. you you're, you're fighting this thing tooth and nail. Just be real people and settle this case. And stop letting all these guys die who make you money and put their heart and soul into this thing. This is Vito LaGrasso's word to the WWE, and this is Vito LaGrasso saying it out loud and proud. You know what? Proud to be a wrestler. I'm thankful for everything I've done. I appreciate the wrestling business, but there are some things behind the scenes that, you know, you wash my hand, I wash yours. I scrub your back, you scrub mine. But when you want to take everything and don't want to share none of the money and you don't want to share none of the revenue and you want to hog everything when I'm the one putting food on your table, kind of sucks. Well, well said, Vito, as always. And that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, well great. said, Vito. Yeah, another great show. We're at our 30-minute mark. I appreciate you doing the show every week. It's always fun getting your insight. And I know our listeners and viewers also.